0: Hi, this is Don. welcome to the final podcast in this eating disorder series. Just a brief recap, we've so far discussed the symptoms, causes and treatments associated with eating disorders, the neurological, social and genetic factors, some of the more controversial topics associated with eating disorders and how this disorder impacts women and men differently. For the final podcast, I want to take a more personal approach. I got the opportunity to speak directly to a good friend of mine who has spent a large portion of her life battling bulimia. She requested to remain anonymous. So for her privacy, I thought it best to change her name. Jennifer is 36 years old and a physical therapist. She was professionally diagnosed with bulimia when in college at 22 years old. She was fortunate enough to be able to receive inpatient treatment where she underwent therapy for two years and has since been able to live a healthy and sober life. I start the interview by asking when she believes that the eating disorder started and why. She recalls always having a unhealthy obsession with food, often finding herself thinking about when her next meal will be, and she overate to the point of feeling sick. Her parents tried different avenues in helping her manage her weight through weight loss programs like Jenny Craig, fitness centers, and sports, none of which helped. Food made her happy, and she used it as a security blanket. Eventually, her parents noticed her gaining weight and would often criticize her because of this. So as early as nine years old, she started hiding and sneaking food in her room. She was an overweight child and was constantly teased in school by her peers due to her weight. In fact, by the time she got to middle school, she was more than 50 pounds overweight. That time in her life was a constant cycle of losing weight and gaining, and she became extremely depressed. Jennifer recalls the first time she purged. It was right after she got into an incident with her mom. Only then, she didn't know it was called purging. She just did it because of the guilty conscience she felt after having ate to the point of feeling sick. Jennifer speaks on how she felt in control and cleansed after purging. That guilty feeling she felt went away. At that point, it was something she would do maybe once every two weeks. I found out surprising and asked her why she didn't do it after every meal. And her response was that she didn't feel it necessary. She only used it when she felt she ate too much. Jennifer says it wasn't until maybe high school that she started purging more frequently, around one to two times a week, and believes it was due to stress from school. I asked her what kind of changes did she notice in her body at that point. She says she wasn't overly thin nor overweight and was at a normal BMI. For Jennifer, she recalls feeling happy with her body. I then asked her, at what point did it get bad? When did she realize this was a problem? She says it was during college, her junior year. At that time, she was restricting food even more and purging after almost every meal. There were times when she would only vomit bile because her stomach was empty. She felt tired all the time, didn't have energy to walk on campus, couldn't sleep at night, and was always irritated at everyone. She took that irritation out on her friends and family. She avoided going to events and gatherings because she would have to eat. Physically, she looked fine, but mentally she was hurting. No one knew of her ongoing battle because she was able to hide it pretty well. However, Jennifer considers this point in her life to be her lowest point. The next question I asked is how does she get help? Jennifer puts her in God in getting her help. She explains that she wasn't looking for help, it just happened. She remembers seeing an advertisement online about a treatment center for those with eating disorders. She called and spoke with one of the recovery coaches and they explained the process of being admitted into the program. I then asked her, what was therapy like? Jennifer says she went to her family and confessed that she had a big problem with food. Her family was shocked, but very supportive. They all decided it was important for her to get professional help. With encouragement from her family, she took a semester off from school and entered an inpatient treatment center here in Miami. The 90-day program involved individual and family therapy and monitoring of her daily food intake. She lived in an apartment with other girls who also had eating disorders. After the 90-day treatment, she returned home. However, to continue, however, she had to continue with the therapy sessions once a week. Jennifer says the most impactful thing from treatment was having other girls who looked like her going through the same issues. I then asked Jennifer if she's afraid of ever going back to her old habits. Jennifer's response is that she has made amends with herself that she would never have a normal relationship with food and weight. It's an everyday struggle for her, but she now has a knowledge and tools to control it. Some days are harder than others. The tough days usually involve social gatherings like birthdays or going out to eat with friends. She sometimes struggles with the feeling of guilt and shame when indulging in certain foods. The last question I asked is, what advice would you give to anyone listening who may be struggling with an eating disorder? Jennifer's advice is to not give up on yourself. If you have to fight for one month, five months, five years, keep fighting because you are worth it. There will be times when you feel like it's all for nothing, nothing will change, but you have to keep going. Your happiness and peace of self will all be worth it in the end. I want to personally thank Jennifer for taking the time to speak with me on something so personal to her. I hope you find her story as inspirational as I do. I believe that stories like Jennifer should be told. There's power in words, and it can certainly help someone who may be struggling now. To anyone listening, I hope you took away something positive from this series. It was definitely an eye-opening experience for me. Thank you.